0: Good morning and welcome back to As For Me in My House. I'm Elena.
1: And I'm Jordan.
0: Welcome. I hope you're having a good day.
1: Yes, whatever time of day it is, we hope it's great for you.
0: <laughs> Honey. <laughs> so cringy.
1: What were you saying about my nose on the oh. microphone?
0: Yeah, so if you listened to last week's episode, we told you guys that we don't have our podcast room set up quite yet. And we've been having to kind of, like, hold our boom stands. Is that what they're called? Yeah, the boom arm. Boom mics, boom mm-hmm. arm thing. So you're not really supposed to, like, hold this. It's supposed to just kind of hover over your face and, like, you bring your face towards it. But we're having to hold it with our hands, and it's kind of just, like, resting on the ground. So we look kind of funny. But Jordan keeps pushing his nose up against the like microphone thing every time he talks and i don't think he realizes what he's doing (laughs) and from my point of view it just looks really funny so
1: we will have our video podcast up um it's gonna be like its own youtube channel probably within the next month i'd say
0: months
1: yeah like a month to a month and a half maybe
0: that's how long it's gonna take to finish the basement
1: well we just met with a contractor friend of mine and he's going to be finishing it like finishing the basement we're not doing all the extras, like everything 100%. Well, tell
0: everyone what your extras were.
1: Well, I wanted to do a steam room in the basements of Sumi because it's Michigan and it's cold nine months out of the year. So I wanted to go down into my basement and enjoy a little steam sauna action. What's wrong with that?
0: <laughs> a lot. You're so extra.
1: <laughs> okay, Miss Louis Vuitton.
0: <laughs> I'm a girl, honey. You what? Get, I don't know. I feel like Jordan's not... A Difficult
1: guy. Milana wants designer handbags, and I just want a steam room. What's wrong with that? Mm. Anyways, so we're going to hold off on some of those. Anywho, anyhow. Yeah, anywho, anyhow. We're going to hold off on some of those things, like putting in a little, you know, wet bar and things like that. Mm -hmm. Um, We'll hold off for now. We're just going to get the space finished, like the floor, the walls, all that stuff, so we can actually have the physical space to put our podcast studio. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we'll get some video up for you. So all that to say, anywho, anyhow, <laughs> today's topic, as you probably know from the title, is rhetorical questions for big life decisions. And the the reason we came up with this is it's just so we relevant. didn't come up with it. Yeah, it's just so relevant. I mean, the reason we're deciding to talk about it is okay. it's, it's just so relevant in our lives. And I'm sure we're not alone in that. I'm sure there's other people out there um, that are going through that. I remember a pastor at our church that came to speak one time saying, uh, you're, you're in one of three places. You're either in the middle of a big decision, you just got out of making a big decision, or you're on your way into making a big decision. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think that applies true. so relevantly because that's just kind of how Milan and I feel. We're almost like a blending of all three of those at the mm-hmm. same time. Yeah. Uh, so I've been talking with my cousin, Stefan, whom you guys... Heard a few weeks back, uh, him and his wife, Celeste, joined us on the podcast to Mm -hmm. talk about uh, today's youth and the culture of the church today. Yeah. And uh, if you haven't heard that episode, go back and check it out. I think it was from like September 2nd or so.
0: Mm, I can't remember the exact date, but... But, Yeah, go back and check it out. Can we talk about them for a minute? Yeah, go for it. Okay, so Jordan's cousin, Stefan, got married to Celeste, who's my little bestie. And they have been such a big blessing to us. So when we first started building this house or even had the thought of really wanting to build this house, our main intention and goal was to be able to host and hold fellowship and just use this house for the glory of God.
1: Invite others in to enjoy it with us, right? Not to like close the door and like, this is our place. Right. Set up an appointment with us. Mm -hmm. Maybe we'll get you in. Maybe we'll pencil you in.
0: (laughs) Yes. Open door policy, basically. And, Stefan's wife and uh, I'll just Stefan and Celeste. um, I don't know if we talked. They talked about it on the on the podcast episode.
1: No, because we it was like the next day, like that night after we recorded, going into the next day where everything started to develop.
0: Mm, Okay, so they stayed with us for a couple of days. Um, They were kind of traveling the United States, and we were their last stop. And I guess so much happened. It was. Such like a God thing, I say this all the time, but it definitely was because the last day that they were leaving, we kind of decided that we would love to have them stay with us. Um, So end of, middle of December, they will be moving in with us and staying with us for a couple of months.
1: Yeah, they're kind of at this um, prime time in their lives where they were able to switch around Um, um, kind of their life trajectory. Um, Stefan was kind of in between jobs and just seeking the Lord and what that would look like. And Celeste, similarly, mm-hmm. uh, they just wanted to be very obedient and open to where God was going to lead them next. Yeah, uh, They believe that God was calling them out of that previous season that they were in mm-hmm. and just kind of open to wherever the next step was. So yeah. uh, kind of sitting down, talking with them, and we just were like, Four peas in a pod, if that's an expression. <laughs> but, it's not. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's the idea is we're just bringing them in, and we don't know what the Lord's going to do. But we have mm-hmm. this peace about it. We have this uh, excitement yeah. to spend time with them because Stefan grew up in Florida. I grew up in Michigan. We saw each other maybe once a year if we were lucky, and it was only for a couple of days at that. So mm-hmm. it's just going to be awesome to reconnect. Stefan's like a big brother to me and like a mentor. Mm-hmm. And Celeste is just the sweetest, most caring, and yeah, she's so she true. gets along super good with Milena. They she's my really height, drive. Yeah. She's great. They're the same height. <laughs> so that already is a win. We're yeah. already off on the right foot. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, they're coming to stay with us, and they're going to be kind of regular uh, people on the podcast mm-hmm. and helping yeah. out with that, kind of facilitating things in yeah. behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. And we're just super excited and honored and thrilled to have their their support and all their help so yeah um be on the lookout for that you'll be seeing us in the videos that we're going to put up and uh,
0: i would also love i'd love to have them do an episode on kind of like their tradition um transition of life right now because they definitely took the untraditional route and did definitely took a big leap of faith and i think i i really respect them for that and i would love for them to just kind of talk to you guys about it because Everyone seems like we're always in, like, the cookie cutter, like, you have to do this. First you graduate college, then you go to do what you want to do for the rest of your life for the next 50 years. Like, everything is just so, like, laid out for us, and mm-hmm. that's not what everyone wants to do. Yeah. So they have def- like this
1: one carved-out path that yeah. you're expected to follow, mm-hmm. and...
0: And if you don't, you're kind of looked down upon or people ask you those annoying questions like, oh, when are you graduating (laughs) or what are you doing with your life? You know, like when you go to family events and people ask you those cringy questions. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I'm talking about.
1: But if you see in the scriptures, that's completely contrary. Mm -hmm. You don't see this like carved out year work, carved out life of work 30 years and then retire and do it. Like not saying there's anything wrong with that. I'm, I'm not don't misunderstand what I am saying is that we don't take enough risks mm-hmm. and kind of the whole point we brought up Stefan and Celeste is because I've been talking with him uh, about some of the same things that Melina and I are going through mm-hmm. as far as um, kind of at this crossroads of our lives where you know career-wise and kind of figuring out life like Melina mm-hmm. said for the future yeah kind of seeing what the Lord has for us um, well and
0: we've ex- expressed this before we did a podcast episode i'm totally blanking on which one it was but we did have a very like jordan did have a very like eye-opening trip when you, you like left out of your million trips but you left and you were alone and you got to be with the lord member when you first brought this up to me you were like i need to do the podcast full time do you remember that Yeah. And we record an episode right after we talk to you guys about it and expressed it. And that's still been a dilemma because I do YouTube as a job, but it's not very stable. It's just like any other business where... You know, it
1: could be here today, gone tomorrow.
0: Right. Yeah. So that has kind of always been an uncertainty, but Jordan is the one that keeps us on our feet. So... Um, we've always had his job to kind of lean on and his insurance and, you know, like all those technical things. And mine is just kind of like, a, oh, this is good. You know, like a little bonus thing. So um, for him to leave that security and for us to really just take that leap of faith has been something that we have been praying about and thinking about for the past three to four months. It's been a long time now. Yeah. And we kind of put the deadline of November. Remember? Yes. So... That's next month, and uh, we don't quite have a decision yet.
1: Well, there are some things that have recently developed that were, you know, kind of making things a little bit more clear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, but we're just not. It, the reason the reason we're discussing all this is because, as I sat down and talked with Stefan just the other day, he brought up some questions that are he he had intended to be rhetorical. And I just wanted to share those with you guys because it's going to make sense as we're kind of going through these Mm -hmm. Um, and really help me to kind of process and think through some of these big decisions on like leaving my job, Mm -hmm. uh, which is secure, which I know I'm going to get paid every two weeks. I got the insurance, like Melina said, and then all things that I'm very grateful for, but also wondering what is the best for our family Mm -hmm. and what does God want want me to do essentially yes. you know what because, is the lord's will
0: yeah and don't get this mistaken for us not being thankful for jordan's job because he has mm-hmm. a job you know like that's not what we're getting at at all but this job has been extremely hard on him and i've seen so much change in jordan in not a so good way and um it's yeah i've really seen been that too It's been like a test of character, testing our faith. It's just been really testing everything. While so many great things are going on in our lives and so many good things are progressing, there's always this in the back of our head and always this issue. Um, He travels a lot and he's gone away from home a lot and it's all like last minute things. So like today, for example, he's traveling in the next hour and he found out yesterday. So. That definitely takes a strain, especially with me working from home and having to take care of Alethia, and then that means I have to be with her all day and try to work. And I do have help, but Jordan's mom is gone to Italy the past two weeks, or will be gone for the next two weeks, so that's been really tough. So there's just like a lot that it's been really testing of our family, I'll mm-hmm. say, especially that we have Alethia. Things have totally changed.
1: Yeah, it's a big strain, and we get it. There's people out there probably listening. And they're like, "Oh, yeah, well." I work 12 hours a day or my husband's gone a lot for work mm-hmm. too and it's like you you can relate to that or even yeah. if that's not the case I'm sure there's other realms that you can relate to yeah. as well you know? yeah
0: you can definitely apply this to every aspect of your life not just something like this but alright go ahead honey what's the first rhetorical question
1: yeah so we have three here and these are things that Stefan gave to me I can't take credit for this but mm-hmm. I think they're very they're really helpful for me in kind of thinking through things so I want to pass those along to you guys and hopefully help you as well so the first one is, what do you want to do? What do you want to do? Because, <laughs> that
0: sounds really simple, but it's a very hard question to answer.
1: Yeah. I mean, think about it. I'll, I'll use myself as, a, as an example. Like, I've been afforded a privilege and some doors have opened up to essentially do this podcast full time and um, be fortunate and blessed enough to even earn an income off of it and that's something where I never dreamed we would ever have the opportunity to do Mm -hmm. and it's exciting it's a little bit unsure you know it's a little bit uncertain Mm -hmm. but I realize that this is an opportunity that not a whole lot of people get you know
0: Mm -hmm. and Jordan went to school for this for in, ministry. Yeah, in case you didn't know. And with his current job, he hasn't been able to really apply that. Now, yes, you can apply ministry to any aspect of your life. You don't have to be a pastor to preach. We're big on that. But that is something he did go to school for, and he hasn't really had a chance to use that or express that in a way. It's almost been podcast. stifled
1: in my current work. What was that word? Stifled. Oh. Kind of like not. Holding you back? Yeah, like not allowing. Mm. Um, And I don't mean that as like a cop-out or as an excuse. It's just a a fact, a reality, fact of the matter. So, uh, yeah, ask yourself, what do you want to do? Because too often I think we compare ourselves to other people like, oh, well, what would so-and-so do? Or what would this person think if I did this? And Mm -hmm. honestly, you have to just look at at your life yourself and say, what is it that I want to do? What do I find joy in? Because God has hardwired us to delight in him, right, and to have joy in what we do mm-hmm. uh there's There's this fantastic program I cannot recommend enough called the Truth Project. Mm-hmm. It's by, I haven't
0: even gone through it yet
1: yeah it's it's phenomenal i've I've led a couple groups through it, mm-hmm. and I want to set something up with Milena and some of our other friends to do it mm-hmm. too, because yeah. it's just so insightful, so eye-opening, it's by focus on the family. Uh, it's called The Truth Project. This is not sponsored. It's just a shameless plug. <laughs> and it basically goes through how our world has distorted all these different realms and spheres of influence and how the Bible can realign and renew our minds and transform our minds on what it is that we should be doing. So for Doesn't... politics, for family, for arts and media, and all these different you know realms of life, it speaks to, and God has spoken to every single p- direction of life.
0: So basically it's taking out the worldly part.
1: Yes. Because it's it's m- transforming your mind yeah. by, by knowing what God says about these right. things.
0: Because whether you realize it or not, the world impacts us so much more than we think it does. Yeah. And very like little things that we start to hear people say, for example, vibes. I've mentioned this before. Huge backlash. (laughs) You've
1: said it before, too.
0: I know. On accident.
1: Yeah. It just, like, rubs off on you.
0: Yeah. Just, like, the whole thing, like, oh, like, send good vibes type of thing. Like, that's a very, very worldly and very against what the Bible says. Um, I
1: think people mean it innocently, but we don't really question where things come from or why people say things. It's just kind of, oh, I hear everyone else saying it, so, you know, I might as well say it, too, or it's just kind of that you know, everyone else kind of going with the flow, go with the crowd mentality of.
0: I think the word vibes was trying to replace the word prayers. I'm sending you and your family prayers. Right. I'm sending you and your family good vibes. I think that was the intention behind it. Because I hear yeah, got, you can like it's just got like a like mystical like, like
1: new age. Yeah, that was, that was just it.
0: like something I just like randomly thought of. But I feel like if you don't. Understand where something like that is coming from, you just kind of go with the flow, kind of go with the worldly trends and whatnot, and then you don't realize what it actually holds or what's actually behind the meaning of it.
1: Yes, good point. So I bring that up to say don't worry about what everyone else is doing. What do you want to do? Mm-hmm. What has God hardwired you for?
0: Wait, I just have a good idea. I just want to throw it out there. Mm-hmm. Um, when we do start doing the truth project, what we should do is go live on Instagram. On the Ask for Me and My House page, and like just record the Bible study, and what goes on?
1: Yeah, that's a good idea.
0: Okay, proceed.
1: Good thinking. So I love her little tangents.
0: <laughs> she loves tangent. mine. <laughs> no, I do not.
1: <laughs> so yeah, that's that's the first question.
0: Speaking to your microphone. That's the first question.
1: <laughs> and you sounded like Stuart from Mad TV. Say it into,
0: into the
1: microphone. microphone. Nobody's going to get that reference. No. If you do, let us know. (laughs) Yeah, so don't be looking so much at what others think or even whether that's your parents, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your spouse even, your children. What has God wired you for and what do you find joy in that aligns with God's will? Mm -hmm. And the second question is, is it one of faith or is it one of wisdom? What is exactly the point of tension that we're wrestling with here because God has used people's choices throughout all of time. Like we're, we have free will, we have choices mm-hmm. and we have consequences to those choices too. Yeah. So what, what exactly is it that God is, is allowing us to do? He gives us liberty and he's the one actually asking us a lot of times, what do you want to do? It's not so much uh let me teach you or let me show you mm-hmm. kind of thing. Yeah. that God always says to us it's he's inviting us into the creative experience with him he's designed us for good works that's what Ephesians two, eight, nine, 9 and 10 say he's prepared good works for us to do that we may walk in them mm-hmm. and he just wants us to be part of that you know mm-hmm. step into that so don't don't let that hinder you if you're kind of sitting here thinking well I don't know if I'm not stepping out in faith or if I'm just not being wise about it. Cause let me use myself again. It doesn't make sense for me to walk away from a job where I know I'm getting paid every two weeks. It's very sure. It's very steady. Mm-hmm. If the market crashes, I'm still going to have a job, you know, mm-hmm. that it doesn't to me. like the question is, okay, Lord, am I not having enough faith in you right now mm-hmm. to step out and leave this or Or is it actually wise to stay in the reason I'm feeling this tension is because you're telling me, no, it's wise to stay and to have this, you know, reliable job to take care of your family. Mm -hmm. So my question is, am I not being wise about it or am I just not having faith that God will always provide? Am I replacing my job with God? That's a question, too, Yeah, to ask. because
0: you're putting the security in your job and saying this job will provide for me, but in reality, God will always provide for us.
1: Right, it's never a job or a paycheck that supplies your needs. It's God who supplies all of our needs according mm-hmm. to his riches and glory.
0: Yeah, yeah. So that, it's Think a of, big dilemma.
1: Yeah, Stefan brought up Psalm 37.4 as he's kind of going through these questions with me.
0: And it's so sweet that you guys have this conversation too. Oh yeah. Like was it's great. so sweet of Stefan to even like come up with this and to just really be invested in us and that's why I'm so thankful for the relationship and that's why I'm so excited for them to live with us. Some people might see a couple moving in Well, they actually have a dog, by the way. They have a dog that looks just like Samson. Her name is Rosie. They're literally twins. (laughs) Like I cannot tell them apart. I got
1: them confused a couple times.
0: Yeah, and when we actually first brought this up to our parents, because we just discussed, why am I discussed? (laughs) Discussed this with ourselves and with Stefan and Celeste, and we were feeling really good about it. And then we went and started telling our parents, and they were like oh, like, are you sure you want to do that? And I don't know if it's like a, gener- a generational thing where we're mill- millennials and we just kind of go with the flow and just like we don't think about things all that much. And our parents are just like, you know, just like so like hung up on certain things. are just more like, are you sure you want to like have a whole nother couple live with you guys? You have a baby and da, 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 da. like, we're fine with it. It's not that big of a deal. But I think in this season, not only like, is it going to benefit Stefan and Celeste? But, like, it's if more, it's going to benefit us. And I feel like we're really going to grow during this season.
1: 100%. Yeah, just...
0: (laughs) Your nose. (laughs) Jordan's pushing (laughs) the thing against his nose.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, that's... I'm I'm sure people can relate when they say... When we say how there's just such conversation that comes from talking with them. It's just a Mm -hmm. rich, you know nourishing conversation. Yeah. And it's just this chemistry that we have with them that we don't really have with other other people. So mm-hmm. yeah, I, I have a piece about it. Yeah. And too. we're excited. So Psalm thirty seven four, um, I was mentioning just a minute ago. Take delight in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. And that's kind of a weird concept because as we're kind of asking these questions of well what do you want to do? And is it a question of faith or is it one of wisdom? Mm -hmm. And God is kind of saying, well, what do you want to do? He's inviting us into experiencing who he is in the way that he's hardwired us. And it's kind of this crazy idea because here I am delighting in God and in what he desires. And as my heart is conforming more to the heart of God, here he is giving us those desires. Mm -hmm. So that's another thing, too, is just to do a heart check. David says... See, search my heart lord and see if there be any wickedness in me expose any blind spots that i might have that i'm not able to see past mm-hmm. and conform my heart more to yours because we know god's will is perfect but we don't abide and live that way mm-hmm. well it's and easy to say it it's easy lip service oh yeah god's will is perfect god knows best mm-hmm. but do we actually practice that do we actually live that way
0: and another big dilemma through all of this is we currently don't have a home church, mm-hmm. which I think has really been impacting us in our spiritual lives, which is then uh, then rubbing off on every other aspect of our life, our marriage, our relationships. Yeah, it's the fountain
1: our, that overflows into yeah. everything else.
0: And we're not really productively searching out or trying to find another church, which is a whole other issue because we've gone to our old church since i literally have gone there since i was three and it was a big decision for us to leave and it's not like we'll ever step foot in that church again that's not true but we are trying to just we're open to
1: where god has for us next yeah if that's staying in through this season of kind of change going on mm-hmm. or if it's to go somewhere else we're we're open to that yeah so but yeah melina's right it's been a struggle uh because we're kind of feeling isolated Mm -hmm. and yeah that kind of gives you you know a little bit of a weird feeling when it comes Mm -hmm. to the church and small groups and bible studies and i mean we still have people that we're connected to in fellowship Mm -hmm. together with the lord but it's just a different dynamic when you're not going to a church especially after going for so long right Mm -hmm.
0: yeah yeah and if you aren't really caught up on what we're talking about um on my youtube channel i did a morning routine like a my Jesus morning routine. So check that out. Cause at the end of that video is when Jordan, and I kind of just share our hearts with finding our home church and explain in more detail what we're talking about. But that was just like a brief summary. But I think that is another thing that has been a big dilemma and kind of holding us back. Um, and we kind of need to figure our stuff out here. It's just a lot harder than I thought it would be like I'm 22. Okay. Like Adulting just, is hard. Can I, I like, uh I can't like, we are really young, and I feel like it's been really hard to like f- figure out my life because I haven't lived life all that long. Well, wait, th- I'm gonna be 23 next month. I, I'm less getting than a old. month. Wait.
1: Oh wait, what exactly you- a month. Today's, the, a, ninth? today's <gasps> the ninth. Today's Wednesday the ninth. Melania turns 23 in exactly one month.
0: Wow, my Jordan year. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so the last question uh, to just kind of ponder here is. Uh, what is wrong with incongruency? And what I mean by that...
0: You mean what Stefan means by that?
1: Yeah, what Stefan means by this <laughs> is we kind of want everything to fit perfectly and mm. be compartmentalized. Like a puzzle. Exactly. So, you know, it's the standard track that Milena was talking about before. You know, go to college or go to a trade school mm. yes. and then go work for 30 years and then retire. Mm-hmm. And it's like mm-hmm. everything's got to fit so whoever decided the status quo or kind of this standard of how life should go mm-hmm. um, because we don't really see that reflected in life and we certainly don't see that re- reflected in the scriptures mm-hmm. because think about the disciples. This is a great point Stephen was making. They were they were young, but they were still adults mm-hmm. and, and older when they went to follow Jesus. Uh, maybe they weren't adults, but they were definitely like, not just kids, you know, like they, they knew what they were doing. They were tradespeople. they were fishermen, they were woodworkers, they did all these different skills that they did, that their families did, right? Mm -hmm. So whatever they've, you know, been training for and kind of following that path that was carved out before them, here comes Jesus to now say, come follow me Mm -hmm. and completely flips their world upside down. They didn't have, they weren't studying to become Ministers to go bring the gospel to the entire world. But that's what they ended up doing. Yeah, you know, and Paul was like a tent maker but he also was a Pharisee and studied the scriptures and knew the context of the world and the Jewish world and the Roman world and the Greek world He understood all these things yet. He says everything is like garbage to him when he considers It compared to knowing Christ mm-hmm. so everything regardless of what path you go down, it doesn't, have to be in, it doesn't have to be congruent. You can go to a school and then get a degree and then realize, hey, maybe I don't want to do this with my life. And then another opportunity opens up that's completely unrelated. And you might have family or other people in your lives that say, well, why would you go through all this? Why would you spend all that money? Why would you go through all this training? Why would you, quote, unquote, waste that time in your life? Mm-hmm. And I really don't think there's anything wasted in your, in life
0: yeah that was like the first question everyone asked me when i said that i wasn't going to go back to school it's like oh that was like such a waste of time i completely disagree even though i don't have a piece of paper that tells me i learned things i still did learn things
1: sure yeah
0: and a lot of the stuff that i did learn in school i'm now applying into lathea's life and that's like the foundation of like why i'm teaching her what i'm teaching her the reason why i do sensory bin and sensory toys and all of that with her So I think it was not a waste at all. And during that time, I grew so much and learned so much about myself because I was removed from the high school world, which I've talked to you guys about, which was a really horrible experience for me. And I just became really dependent of my friends. And then once I got removed in that and went to college and I didn't have any friends there, that's when I really grew my relationship with Christ and really started to depend on him and not depend on the approval and love of friends and whatever
1: absolutely that's a great point point. and now you look back and you see how god kind of wove those threads of your life together
0: yeah. I and wait sorry last tangent this applies to any aspect of your life i feel like i'm a big believer of never thinking back and thinking oh what a waste or oh if i would have done this how different would have things been like there is nothing that you can do to change the past you can only change moving forward so Don't see the past or things that you've gone through as something that was bad because everything is a learning experience, whether you realize it or not. It might not be something that you will apply or do in your life right now, but maybe five years from now, you may apply something that you learned during that time into your life. So don't ever think back and beat yourself up for something that you did because you did learn and you grew and now you are where you are.
1: That's a great point, honey. Love it. Yeah, and like Melana said, maybe there's a reason for it or maybe not, right? There doesn't have to necessarily be, oh, now I right. realize why I did, oh, now I realize why I went to school for that 45,000 years ago. Like, <laughs> There might not always be a reason, you know, mm-hmm. and that's okay. You don't have to answer for, for it, you know, you don't have to answer anybody. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you just want to do something for the sake of wanting to do it, yeah. you know, and that's okay. It's good. It's good to get experience on certain things and... Mm-hmm. Maybe you apply it later. Maybe you don't like maybe you're an engineer, but you thought you wanted to be a police officer. So you go through a police academy and all this training and schooling, but then you realize that it's not really for me. Mm -hmm. And I actually have a good friend who went through a police academy and I think he decided it wasn't for him like day one or two on the job. Mm -hmm. And now he does uh, like handyman stuff and house renovations and remodeling. And people would look at him like, why, why would you go through all like a very long hiring process and background checks and all this stuff and a whole academy to just not use it? And Mm -hmm. you know what? I'm sure there's a lot of good skills he learned, like how to be situationally aware and think about safety and security and maybe, you know, know how to safely handle weapons, things like that. That's all good skills to have, regardless of what you do. Right. So it's not wasted, you know, Mm -hmm. and even if you do feel like it's wasted, who cares? I don't think we take enough risks and this is something kind of the final point that Stefan was making is we don't take enough risks in life. Like who cares if you fail or don't come out on top with mm-hmm. something? Like at least you tried and Milena has, is raising her hand I'm very hand. patiently. So <laughs> I'm going to turn it over to her.
0: I'm not, I don't like cutting you off, but um, I think that's a great point. You never know unless you try. Every business person would not have their successful or unsus- unsuccessful business had they not tried. Mm-hmm. For me, my YouTube channel, had I not posted my video, I, I don't know where what I would be doing. You know, like If I didn't try or just put myself in that vulnerable position, I would never know like, oh, maybe it could have taken off or maybe it couldn't. And if it didn't, that's okay. At least I tried. The last thing you want to do is look back a year from now and think, wow, why didn't I do that? It could have been successful, it could have been unsuccessful, but now I will never know cuz right. I never did it.
1: So can you live with the kind of failure of trying or which yes. right, is which, not is, which final. is exactly, but which is which is harder? Living yeah. with the failure of trying something and then maybe it not going the way you wanted, but you still I guarantee you it wasn't for naught, like there was something you learned, some principle, some you know, idea and that came didn't, out of it then is it, is it harder to do that? Or is it harder to say, Oh, I never tried and I'll never know mm-hmm. for me. It's the latter. Like I could, ne- I, I need to try things out and know, like I just, I that's just how I am is I can't handle like not ever trying or not ever knowing because mm-hmm. then you always wonder mm-hmm. and you're never, you're, like, you're never really satisfied in that. At least if you fail, you know, like, okay, at least I tried this. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So yeah, it's. That's a great point. Some kind of practical tidbit tips that I want to give kind of in, in closing here is uh, it's good to have a, fa- like, there's definitely a balance with all this that we're saying. There's some mm-hmm. some sort of healthy medium. Like, yeah. you don't want to just always be doing something crazy and reckless and not wise. Like, I think there's calculated risks. There's wise risks. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not good to just always be trying something crazy without planning it or thinking through critically or seeking counsel and advice mm-hmm. of others that are older and wiser and kind of been there in your shoes before you should always be doing that. The, the Bible even talks about that, that a fool um, disregards all, but a wise man seeks the counsel of many or something, something to that effect. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's, that's kind of the idea is taking calculated risks and kind of doing your homework and your research on things first. And also having a backup, something to fall back on. That's okay, too. Mm-hmm. If, you know, your fallback is some sort of job that you're not thrilled about, but you could still do, and, you know, it pays the bills, it keeps the lights on, it feeds your family, mm-hmm. That's, there's nothing wrong with that. That's just yeah. being obedient and a good, you know, provider and a good steward of what God's given you. So take those risks, take them calculated, and... Know that there's there there could be other things that God has for you. You just might not have found that yet. So mm-hmm. uh, I hope that was helpful. I felt like it was a little bit scatterbrained, but that's just kind of no. our life, honestly, right now.
0: So. Uh, it is, yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Nervous laughter as
0: I cry through the pain. <laughs> oh,
1: anything else? Anything anyone? else in closing, honey? Oh,
0: no. I think that was a good talk, and I think anyone can apply that regardless of what stage they are in life, or they can apply it later on. Yeah, and let us
1: know, guys, if that's if if you have like a specific story or this is kind of where you're at now, send oh. us a message because we love hearing this. We love seeing that what we're saying isn't just going out into the void of nothingness, that there's actually... Yes. We know that there's you're on the other side, you're a person, you're listening to this, but it's helpful for us sitting down here just recording, watching a screen mm-hmm. and not having another person that we're having a conversation with Listening yeah. in, mm-hmm. uh, it's really helpful to have your guys' feedback. So we'd appreciate mm-hmm. that if you guys send us direct message on Ask For Me in My House podcast on Instagram, or you can send us an email with prayers, prayer requests, mm-hmm. um, feedback, anything you like, anything you don't like um, on our email, which is Ask For Me in My House podcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm.
0: Yes. Um, I lost my train of thought. Oh, I, I caught it. I would love to do an episode where you guys kind of send in some um, questions where you like want our advice on, and we wouldn't give you our advice from our perspective. We would give it in a biblical perspective. so let me know if that's something you guys are interested in but yeah to add what Jordan was saying the only downfall that I think the podcast world holds is that there's no comment section it's only in reviews and I don't read the reviews because people that's a great point yeah people rip me apart so I don't read those but um, you
1: just got your typical trolls everywhere
0: yeah so that's the only thing is like we can't talk to you guys one-on-one which is why we created the instagram page so we can talk to you guys more and you guys can leave dms but that is a wrap up we always do prior requests and we did start a new thing where if you guys take a screenshot of you listening to our podcast and post it on your instagram story and tag Astro in my house podcast you have the potential to get a free coffee on us so make sure to do that once you're done listening
1: you have to have venmo though um because that's how we will Pay for your coffee. Yeah, unfortunately, that's just how it works. Well, I
0: feel like everyone has memo nowadays.
1: Yeah, that's true. All right, with that, we'll close in prayer. Uh, this week's prayer request shout out goes to Tabitha. She's from Denmark. Um, she's asking us to pray for her. Uh, well, it's funny. I got to just read a little, a little sentence of what she said. She w- has been listening to our podcast and. Uh, talk as you mentioned how we say we pray for people at the end and her thought was no way they would ever see mine but then she thought maybe we can help her by by her writing to us so Tabitha we see you and not only do we see you we are praying for you now so um, this one goes out to you so Tabitha just expressed to us that she feels like she's kind of the last of her of her friends and kind of yes honey
0: (laughs) sorry i feel for her because that was me i feel like the high school experience is not always the best experience and kids are just mean everyone's a bully it seems like i'm not a bully no
1: i was gonna say well why don't you you can pray for her oh (laughs) because you understand
0: (laughs) jordan just mouthed off to me and i thought he said i'm a bully
1: (laughs) you're a bully you would know no, in uh, all honesty, we're not making light of this tab. No, not at all. We're just... I
0: completely feel for you because that's exactly what I went through. And I remember just always feeling alone. And if someone is bullying you or if your friends aren't really feeling like friends, you don't have to hang out with them. I went through a period of life where I did not really have any friends. It was just Jordan and I, and I would hang out with my parents all the time.
1: Yeah, maybe there's some family that you would like to reconnect with mm-hmm. or it would be, you know, would be good for you to kind of glean some wisdom and insight from. So in this season where maybe your friends that are your age are a little immature and treating you wrong and not giving you the respect that you deserve, Mm -hmm. maybe you can go to a parent or a sibling or a cousin or an aunt or uncle or a grandma or grandpa someone that can, you know, pour into you and encourage you and that's going to build you up Mm -hmm. instead of bring you down. So yeah.
0: Well, and you can go in your faith during that time too. I think isolation isn't a bad thing Mm. because when we are alone, God really does speak to us a lot more and you're able to really connect with him and lean on him. So don't see it as a bad time, just see it as a growing time.
1: Absolutely. So we're going to pray for you now, Tabitha, and we appreciate you sending us your prayers. Lord, we just ask that you come alongside Tabitha Let her know how much she's loved by you and by others. And even if her friends can't appreciate her and understand that um, she's worthy of their respect and their love and their inclusion, that, Lord, uh, all that's secondary to how you see her. And, Lord, we just ask that you would bring friends who can validate and appreciate her into her life that you would change the hearts of her current friends um, that are kind of leaving her behind and uh, not including her. And God, we ask that you just build her up and give her your strength and your wisdom and your peace. And may you just grow her in this time, Lord, that's although difficult, um, you can use for good. And we ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen.
0: Amen, guys. We will see you in our next episode. Bye.